Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Welcome to our special edition, Zodiac Academy Book 8, Sorrow and Starlight discussion review, I guess we can say. <laughs> and um, it was Sorrow and star- Starlight. It, it was definitely a lot of Way sorrow. sorrow. <laughs> so, ooh, what am I sitting on? So what was your, let's like start back, we're going to go backwards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off with this. What was your initial initial thought or reaction the minute you finished i was okay so i feel like i feel like people are gonna think this is weird maybe i was so happy at the end you were smiling in your i video. because it ended i'm not worried about anybody right now i mean i know like the girls are like trapped in a cage and there might be like fake twins out there yeah but i'm not worried about it like i, I like I to me i'm just yeah. like darius and lance will be like who the fuck are these people Gabe is back, and he'll be like, those are not my sisters. Yeah. Like, and I just, if it's, if, I mean, they keep saying the next book is the last book. They're like, we can't do it all in one. We have to extend it a little bit. Then, like, I feel like then the girls have to get back with the group soon. So, like, it can't last long, this, like, separation. Plus, at the end is, like, when all of the heirs and Darius are like, yeah, like, long live the queens. Literally long. So I was like, I was like, what a great ending. (laughs) Like, okay, compared to Shadow Shadow Princess. Oh yeah. First Fates. Fate of Throne wasn't terrible. No. But then Heartless Sky, I was like, this is an amazing ending. Like, what cliffhanger? Yeah. I went to bed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was like able to get on with my day. I will say my first because like the last couple sentences, I literally was just like, oh fuck. Yeah. Because you find out that Vard is. I was going in the completely opposite direction of this. I thought it was going to be someone amongst the rebels. I was going to say, so I think that like as readers, we all assume, especially because the prophecy came from Gabe, that it was all from like the viewpoint yes. of the girls. Where yes. like the prophecy could be about anybody. Correct. So and, like, like you find we, that yes. out a lot so in this and book. And they're like, they keep saying things like, oh, like who like betrayed us, who betrayed us, like whatever. Um... Which I don't really think anybody did, uh, at least not intentionally. Like I really do. Like well, yeah. Finding out Barbara's man with the painted smile, it kind of gives you a different. I think it gives you a very different perspective. Understanding on a lot of, of the pr- prophecies. And we got two prophecies this time. Yeah. And I found it very intriguing, and I think it also kind of relates back to what you're saying right now. Like Lionel took the prophecy to mean like the stars were in his favor. Yes. But Bart internally was like, I'm not going to correct him that that's what he was thinking. Right. Because I do think now that the girls have broken the curse, things are not really in Lionel's favor. But they've no. always been in his favor, so that's what he's because probably thinking. Because of the curse. Exactly. And because, I mean, like, all right, if I'm sitting there and I'm getting, like, I don't know, say I'm getting my, like, somebody tells me, like, a prophecy for the future, I'm be like, oh, it has to do with me because you're, That's what like, you think. Especially, like, like, Bart is his seer, so yeah. Lionel, like... Oh, this is all favorable, but it literally, it never once does, like, does it say who it's about. It's just like, this is a prophecy for what's to come. And we know that the prophecy can change because Gabe has the vision, like, fear the bonded men, whatever. Um, And said, like, you could, you basically had this time to come here and defeat Lionel and then that changed. And that changed, yeah. And obviously they didn't get the, um, 
Nope, nobody got the, the memo. Um, so I'm excited to see. I'm very curious. Um, I think another one of my reactions was just like, it's kind of like you, like, I'm glad for this ending that it wasn't such a terrible cliffhanger because yeah. Seven really was detrimental to my soul. Yep. Um, I have a lot of questions still. I really, really loved how the prophecy from book seven was very much spelt out in book eight. I, that was, okay, so that, we were talking about my notes, my first note that I took. The prophecy is very obvious this time around. Yes. Like, they, I think the Gerald, like, they kept saying, like, the hound will bay, Geraldine yes. will bay. I think it, they say it, like, three or four times before they go get the boys yes. from the rift. They made it very, but I kind of almost appreciated that because sometimes, like, you're, you're someone who always theorizes as you go. Yeah. I just read. Yeah. I will say I've gotten better, especially with these sisters, because I've learned better. Yeah. Or I know better, I should say. But I will say it was kind of nice to have it, like, like you literally have it italicized, and it basically, you're like, this is the part of the prophecy, and this is what, this is what it yes, is. Yes, even with Lance's mom being like, oh, like, my maiden name means dove, and I was like, oh, the devil believed for love. Exactly. That's why, like, I was, like, when she came and took Darcy, I was like, I'm not worried. Same. I was like, this is gonna be fine. I was like, not worried whatsoever. I'm like, she's going to sacrifice herself. For lands and I was like, okay. I had zero again. There was a couple of scenes where I did get very anxious about Lance and Darcy oh, down there yes. together. Like I, there was a couple times where I was like, I have heart palpitations. I need to walk away. But the Stella moment, I'm with you. I was very much like, she's going to sacrifice herself. She's going to give yeah. herself one last whatever, just just for her son. Yeah. Um. And you know what? I commend you, Stella. Way to fucking redeem Honestly, yourself. Honestly, wait. A bit. Everybody, every villain, not every villain deserves an, a redemption story. But she wasn't bad enough to, like, not warrant one. No, and I think throughout book eight, you kind of get a little bit of, I don't want to say her perspective, but a little bit more understanding. Yes. And she just clearly loved Lionel, didn't want to marry Lance's father, but did, and then just got really wrapped up in everything. And, like, I'm sorry, but we're all victims. I wouldn't, maybe that's not the right word to use. But we're all at least guilty of being wrapped up in something. Yeah. And then, like, on the other end, be like, and we we get Lionel's POV like we know he's manipulative. Yes. So like he was definitely emotionally manipulating her from the oh, time yeah. that they were like yeah. eighteen years old. Yes. He's a piece of fucking shit. Yes. I can't wait for him to die. The day I'm like, I don't know who I want to kill him. More. Me either. I don't know. Like it has to it has to be Tori, Darius, or Xavier. Like one of those three. Anybody else, I'll be disappointed. Same. But I don't know. Out of those three, I think like. I feel like it has to be Darius. Oh, I kind of really... I think I'd rather Xavier. I was like, but I feel like I want it to be Xavier. Like, I want him to be able to, like, step up. I want, like, Lionel to be like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I thought you were the under... Not the underdog, but like, I thought of you as nothing. Yeah. I want to kill you at birth, and here you are literally about to kill me. Like, yes. that's what I want for Xavier. Yes. It would be so... Would or, be like, so even if we got, like, a Darius and Xavier, like... Gang up on them, and maybe, like, because Darius everything, lets him take the final swing. Everything that... Like, the whole thing is, like, oh, Faye on Faye. And, like, you don't, like... But Lionel fights dirty. Yes. He does not fight, like, according to Faye rules. So I feel like in order to take him down, it's got to be, like, the two boys. It's got to be, like, a trick. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I was ta- I was texting Teresa and Mary. And we... Teresa and I are not... We are Lance and Darcy lovers. That is, like, our favorite couple. I mean, yeah. Lance is our life. More so Teresa's, I know. But, like, as you all know as well. But this whole book, all... I found links. I sent them to Teresa and Mary. 
we both decided that, or three of us actually all decided, yeah. we needed the Imperial Star necklaces with the ruby necklaces. Yes. <laughs> because, um, like, I yeah. need to, like, I need to, I need to wear them. <laughs> I, like, yes, 100%. Like, honestly, probably the nicest things that Tori has on her body. I, yes. one of my notes is, sorry, it's really funny, and to me, at least, um, <laughs> what is up with Tori's crop tops? Like, what is the fashion choice that she's always like, I throw in a pair of sweatpants and a crop top. I would never wear a crop top right now because, because between my boobs and my belly. I wear it's just crop not tops. Gonna, same. But like, but like with jeans and... As like I think it's a very Gen Z thing. I don't think we're, we're in on that trend because we're a little older millennial. We're not older millennial. We are... We're millennial. We're right. mille- yeah, we're but older like, millennials. Are like I'm 40. not wearing sweatpants and a crop top out. I also, we also, well, no, have, I just, I just am like, throw on like jeans and a t-shirt or like, it's almost like, oh, I threw on my sweatpants and a crop top. Like you can just wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt too. Like you're just putzing around. I'm just like, what is the crop top? I mean, for? as we lay here in sweatpants, and, but like, that's our comfort. Like I'm very confused. I know. Are comf- like my sister wears jeans in the house you know, that, that's to relax. I think that's fucking psychotic. Also, but like also, I mean. I just didn't want to have to read the word crop top for like the 50th time. A lot of repetition in this book. A lot of repetition. We Uh, still ate it up and I fucking love this book. It's a million star review. Oh yeah. I mean like this is what, I would say like a top three. Yes. Book out of the series. Yes. For me. I think the first one is still going to be Cursed Fates. Fated Thrones. Fated Thrones. Sorry. Fated Thrones. I was going to write that in our um, post for today, that this was, like, a top three book for us. But I was like, oh, wait, I can't, like, just make the assumption for Teresa. No, yeah. Fated Throne, like, I think The Reckoning, and then The Reckoning is really good. I like I liked The Reckoning one, personally, because I like all the, like, again, being a dark... I like any book that is, like, heavy on Darcy and Lance. I also think... It's kind of like the Harry Potter books, too. Like, I I do like some of the earlier books just because it's it's before they become... I, I love a dark book. But I, it's also just, like, so mm-hmm. nice to have just, like, I wouldn't call it full-on happiness, especially for book three, but it's before shit gets really fucking real. Right, exactly. Like, you have, like, just, I mean, like, the worst things that's happening to them in book three they're is, like. They're getting Right. And but I mean, I know it's terrible. Yeah. But it's but not, it's not the this. Academy, yeah. Like, they're not, like, dealing they're with like the shadows. They're being teenagers. They're being teenagers, yeah. And it's, like, nice to take in. Like, I always think about that with Harry Potter, too, because, like, Half-Blood Prince, to me, is, like, my absolute favorite. That's my favorite Harry Potter book, too. But I will say um, Prisoner of Azkaban is, like, up there for me as well, because it's, like, okay, things are starting to get real, but it's not, like, prophecy understood and, like, you know you're gonna die type of shit. Yeah. Um, No, agreed. Um, I'm, like, looking, I'm, like, okay, do I go through my notes or my... Quotes, go through like, your notes because you have a lot of quotes just like I do. I do have a lot of quotes. I did well, highlight, I did like color code because I, I actually ended up reading on my um, iPad. Yeah. And I used the colors to distinguish between like, uh, yellow to me was like more of like anybody that wasn't Tori slash Darcy or uh, Tori slash Darius and then like Darcy slash Lance because like Darcy and Lance to me, the color I use is blue. Obviously. Tori I use red with Darius. Yellow is just like anybody else and like orange I use as plot. Yeah. iPad doesn't give you many colors to choose from, so I, I got crafty. Um, wow. But you can go through your notes. Um, well, I was going to say, let me see. They're unhinged because I was just like typing like random stuff. Um, Lance, I, I said it. And if you listen to our Heartless Sky episode, our recap episode, I said, I was like, I am not worried about like Lance being prisoner, being raped or, any, yeah. or sexually assaulted because of his bond. I was like, I'm pretty sure... That can't happen. And like when Lavinia kissed him, I like it was, it was like, horrible. Fuck you, it was you like, I felt so sad. 
But like the minute that she tried to stick her hand down his pants and like, what I was like, there's no way. And then when the bond reacted, yeah, I was like, I knew it. I was like, there's no way that those sisters are going to let Lance Orion be raped in no. front of Darcy. Like, I also just think in true twisted sister style, they just don't ever cross that bridge. So no. again, I wasn't worried for that reason as well. No, but I was happy. Obviously, when Same. I was like, okay, I called that. Um, and I also loved Lance and Darcy like working together throughout their entire time that they were in prison. I agree. And that there wasn't like that whole like I can't believe you like I mean like Darcy was like upset with him for doing that. But it was nice to finally not like but they weren't the shit that they've all been doing. Because on it okay, so this is this is why I think I love Darcy so much. She was like, I'm upset with you. I'm mad that you did this. I understand your motivations. Mm-hmm. I probably would have done the same thing. Instead of being mad at you and, like, fighting about it, like, how can we work together? Or, to, like, like, not voicing your thoughts and concerns, but giving someone an attitude. Right. Like Seth and Caleb. Well, yeah. <laughs> Seth and Caleb. Okay, yeah. So, I go from, I love that Darcy and Lance are working together. The next quote, uh, I mean, comment was, Seth and Caleb are infuriating. Yes. I'm going to kill them. Talk about how you feel. Yes. It was, beca- because as much as I love, the, when they got together in book seven, it was fucking, it was everything. I yeah. loved it. But then it was like somehow like we got we went back like seven steps, and then they were fighting like children because they like Seth didn't want to like I think it was more of Seth than Caleb. I it's, think Caleb was dropping hints, but like Seth was just like, oh my god, you're staring at Taurus and her fucking boobs. You're definitely fucking her because Darius has got like I was like, holy fuck, man, no, just like voice your opinion. So I we say this all the time. I'm like I we were never Seth fans, and then in Fate of Throne, I was like, okay, I love Seth. And yeah. I love Seth and, Seth and Heartless Guy. He was probably one of my least favorite characters again during this book. Like I. If, if Seth died at the end of this book, I would not have cared. I felt that way about two people. Yes. We, and we, we both agree on yes. this. It's Seth and Geraldine. I, I want to fucking murder Geraldine. The two of them, this book really drove me up a wall. Same. Like, just, they were so irrational. Yes. Like, even when, and this is something that we texted about in the group again, too, um, when Geraldine was speaking with Stella... She couldn't, like, let her get a word in. And I and get even it. And like, Caleb being like, let's, like, hear what she's saying. Yeah. She's been here with Lance. Yes. Like, and she helped us before. Yeah. And, like, she wasn't letting her speak. And, like, I kind of almost thought, like, oh, my God, are they going to let this woman go and somehow try to break them out? And, like, th- then something would happen to Lance and Darcy. Right. But, like, I just want to be like, shut the fuck up. When like, that, shut when that, that damn buttery bagel down your throat and gag on it, bitch. Yeah, no, when that, harsh. <laughs> when that scene happened, I wrote, Geraldine is aggravating me with her inability to let anybody else get a word in edgewise. I wouldn't be mad if she died right now. And then I said, I take it back. I love her. I was just really annoyed. But that's how I felt about her and Seth most of, like, most of their, and, yeah. like, I just was like, I cannot. Yeah. Like, please, honestly, stop speaking. And, like, again, like, Seth doesn't even give Caleb the opportunity to, like, have a thought after they've, like, been together. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I do this with everybody. It's, like, not a big deal. Like, he immediately, like, and then Caleb, like, happens. feels like shit. Yeah. And, like, if I was Caleb, I wouldn't, like, I would be like, oh, okay, like, it means something to me because... It doesn't mean anything to him because he's immediately, like, telling me yeah. that it doesn't. He's already setting boundaries, like, for like for me to understand that yeah. it doesn't mean anything to him past, like, just physical. Yeah. Like... Fucking asshole. And, again, like, okay, so, heartless guy, I got it. Like, they were... He was still trying to, like, figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. what, like, what, like, what should happen with me and my best friend, whatever. Yeah. After the rift, I was like, they're gonna confess their love for each other because yes, they almost died. And, like, yeah. after Darren, I'm like... And then they just lost one of their best friends. Like, this is war that they're in. They can die at any moment. Like, they're going to confess it. And then we go through a whole 1,242-page book, 
And I'm just bickering. And nothing, and they're still in the same spot they were at the end of Heartless Guy. I thought, and like, finally, I thought when they were actually, like, having sex, like, this was going to be a moment. And then, because the moms walked in, it, like, I understand it ruins a moment, but, like, but again, Seth went right back to, like, what he was doing before. It's just, like, I I can't stomach another book of them just, like, bickering. No. And again, like, I don't, what, like, now we have to perhaps wait. Like, there's so much has to happen now in this last book, which... They we'll said that, that they said that yeah we'll get to so many unhinged thoughts right now. They said book eight was the last book, and then they're like, "We can't possibly finish it." And I was like, "I understand that." So now we have to have a ninth book, but now I'm like, I don't see how they can finish us in the ninth book because we added villains. Yeah, we added we added villains. We didn't like okay, Max and Jerry are together. Whatever we got yeah. one one we got one couple finally solved. Um, we have Dar- you know Darius and Tori are together, Lance and Darcy. We still have to figure out the whole Seth and Caleb thing. But we also, with Darius and Tori, still have to figure out what the repercussion is for bringing so her back. So my theory is that she will be unable to have children. Because in, oh, in the memory, right, the first queen gives up her husband for her son. Yes. So I think she is giving up her future children for her husband. Okay. And, and Darius's tattoos have always been, like, prophetic, I guess is that the word? So he got the tattoo of, like, the dragon and the phoenix before he ever met Tori. Yeah. And then he got the there's only her, and she got the there's only him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that, like, that's foreshadowing sh- of, like, yeah, they will never be point. able to have children together. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. You go, girl. So that's my theory, that she, okay. being able to bring her husband back, she gave up the, the ability, to, the have ability to have future children. And I honestly don't think it'll be a big... I think it will be a bigger deal to Darius. I don't think Tori would care to not have kids. Yeah, I don't think it'll matter to Tori. No. I think if anyone's going to have the kids, it's definitely going to be... Because Lance, well, Lance does bring it up. Like, he's like, yeah. we're going to get married. We're, we're going to have a million family. kids. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, it was cute. Yeah. Um, hashtag team. Hashtag Darian, I guess is what... Uh, what's that name? Oh, like? I love when Seth came up with all the names. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was so interesting. And I think this is something I texted you guys again. I just lost my spot. Um, it was a scene with Caleb and Tori and they talk about like happy endings because Caleb's like going over like the mm-hmm. nursery stories and she's like, yeah, I expected a fucking happy ending. But like Caleb like just laughs. He's like, I suggest you stop believing in nonsense like that princess. That's not the way fairy tales go. The endings are always brutal and bloody and no one walks away from the moon skate, especially the main characters. I was like, well, fuck me because that I mean, is nerve wracking. I mean, they've been through shit a lot. I was going to say, yeah, like even, point. even... Even though this story will end happily ever after, it's not without all the trauma that they went through to get that happily ever after. I will say Tori does come back with, I'm I'm fighting on the side of, the, of once upon a time and I'm walking away from this a hero, just like the mortal stories promise. And I was like, yeah. all right, good. I also thought it was interesting that we finally figured out what the fifth element, the real fifth element was. Yeah, the ether. ether. But again, okay, so, and I get that she needed it, right? Like yes. she needed, she needed it to get Darius uh-huh. back. It'll probably help them in the coming war. But I like have like I'm like I'm just annoyed at Tori again because she's so headstrong and stubborn that she doesn't think about consequences of of her no. actions ever. So like she's like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do to get Darius back, which okay, go on, Queen. But like it's the same thing when she was fucking with the shadows in Shadow Princess, right? Like she was just like, I don't need anybody's help. I'm just going to do whatever I want. She's like, won't take any advice from Lance. She won't listen to Darcy. She won't listen to Darius. Mm-hmm. And she's just like letting herself be like. Carried kinda, away by these thoughts. Carried away by these like dark thoughts. Yeah. 
And I don't know. I mean, obviously she's been through like a lot. They all have. But like, I wanted her to just, I wanted her to be smarter about what she was doing. Smarter? And like, we both kind of like, we were talking about this before going on to like, I didn't mind Tori so much this book because I feel like she was at least trying to come up with some ideas. It bothered me that she didn't tell anybody where she was going, what she was doing. Because then like, she would just go missing. Yeah. And, like as a queen, like you just don't go fucking missing. Well, right. So my one big note too was like, I don't think that Tori should be queen. Yeah. I don't think that they should. I think should... this whole book set her up to not be queen. I think that Darcy should be queen. Tori should be the head of the army, like general of the army. Because why would Washer do that? Again, hard, like... Tori dumb, is dumb. a horrible yeah. leader. Yes. She is not. She is a really, really bad leader. She showed absolutely no leadership skills whatsoever throughout this entire book. Correct. And when she was put in charge of something, she makes washer. Also, the, again, because I was I was giving Tori the benefit of the doubt this whole book. is like, she's actually not that bad. Right at the fucking end, when her and Darcy are walking wherever they're going to, like, whatever... She literally is being fucking mean as shit to Darcy and was like, we're different. We're never going to be the same. Like, you have no idea what I've been through. Like, you chose Lance over me. And I'm like, are you fucking with me? That's, okay, so that's why, like, I said, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, I love Tori in this book. I feel like she's grown so much. I'm like, I feel like in the first, like, 20%, yes. And then after that, she regressed so much. Like she went back to her old self. She went back to the Tory. I guess it was not so much a stubbornness, but like as in like I'm gonna do shit myself. And she expects this like unwavering blind loyalty from Darcy. Yes. And then does not give that back to her. Correct. Like in Shadow Prince, like I just feel like there's so many opportunities for Tor- like where Darcy is like, I love my sister. Whatever she needs, whatever she wants. Like I'm even at the end when Tori's doing that. Darcy literally was like. I you, love you so much. We're together. We're like, together. We're, 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 one. we're one. Like, she's like, shut up about it. Like, yeah. we're one. You're my sister. Stop. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, too, because, like, she's so pissed off about Darcy staying behind for Lance. If this was roles reversed, oh. Tori would never leave behind Darius. Not after what she did to become Starcross. Oh, okay. First of all, not take the Lance part out of it. If Darcy was there by herself, she would have chosen to stay because she was still under the curse. And yes. she would... Not want to hurt anybody. Correct. It, I mean, like, yes, yeah, she was staying for Lance, but part of it was staying for herself and also yeah. to protect, protect the rebels. Others. Yeah. So, like, one, yeah, she's not going to... She's not... Okay. And also, I'm sorry, but, like, the minute that Darcy and Lance accepted that bond, like, yeah, your sister's... It's almost like when you get married, right? Like, Gil and my brother are, like, one... Like, they're, like, the two most important men in my life. If my brother really needed me, I would be like, okay, I'm going. I'm, yeah. I'll see you later. But if he really needed me, I would stick with him. Yeah. Like, at that time, like, yes, Tori was obviously going through, like, a lot. She was, like, you know, mourning the loss of her husband, understandably so. But otherwise, she was safe and healthy and sound. Lance was literally, like, being held captive, being tortured mm-hmm. beyond, like, any, like, reasonable doubt. And she just expected her sister to just, just leave, leave him. him. Yeah. You don't do that. No, and if... And again... And then she was butthurt because she ch- she chose Lance over her. Like, that's not how that... That's not right, what she, it was. Darcy was never... Like, she wouldn't choose Dar- Lance over Tori or Tori over Lance. In the situation, Lance was in more dire need. More than- dire need and like 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 Darcy said, like, I'm not putting other people in jeopardy because I know what I am. And the minute they break her out, what happens? She almost kills Tori. Yeah. Because Tori was too stubborn to just leave her be. Yep. And again... 
Darcy is like always like that's the thing. Like Darcy is so um and again, like it sounds like we're sucking Darcy's dick because we love her. We but she's so like she thinks things through and I feel like emotional She's level headed. She's very level headed and I think that she was like, you know what, like I'm telling you guys, like I'm bet I need to be here, like I'm better off here. Like you need to go and you need to like yeah you know run the army and protect the rebels but like I need to be here with him and I need to be here until I can figure also, out this like, curse. Also like not for nothing but again we were through like what maybe eleven hundred pages by that point maybe a little less and Tori did nothing to try to figure out because they knew that there was a curse on her yeah and they knew and she knew at some point that like they one can't leave the other because like they'll die yeah you did nothing no. To try Again, to find a way to break the curse. She only tried to bring Darius back, which is understandable, but then she doesn't accept the fact that Darcy will do anything to protect yeah. Lance, even though she's doing everything to protect Darius. So it makes no sense to me. No, too stubborn. I just, I just like the whole ending, because I was definitely like, all right, Tori, like, you weren't as stubborn in this book. You definitely were super self-absorbed, which is okay. I understand, like, yeah. whatever. But, like, that, the ending, when literally she was getting mad at Darcy, I was like, are we... Fucking serious right now. I know. I was, I was like, like ready to throw my it. book. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you just gotta get over it. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, thank God Lance wasn't the one who ended up dying at the end of Heartless Sky because, like, I would have been devastated. No, I mean, I knew Darius was coming back. I was, I was not, not worried. worried. I was not worried at all. But I think that the situation was reversed. Tori would obviously stay with Darius if she was on those curse. And Darcy would be leading that army. Like, her main yeah. goal would be, like, I know that, like, she would put her, her herself and her own needs. At, in at the, the back, back burner, burner and be like she would still be trying to figure out a way to bring Lance back but she would also be like even when Tori was in those like meetings like with the council and everything she was checked out she did not want yeah. to be there she like really was like adding nothing correct and her only motivations were was to find a way to bring um Darius back so like I just that's why I'm like I think that Tori has said a million times that she never she doesn't want to be queen no so, like, if, if the book ends and she's, like, literally just, like, a general or whatever, and it's just, like, Darcy and Lance as, like, king and queen, just the two of them, and, like, her and Darius are just, like, off doing their own thing, even if she's not part of the council whatever, at all, and she just is, like, they're just, like, yeah. gallivanting around the I country. I do think Darius is going to want to be a part of the council, though. I say, but I think Darius will want to be a part of it, and like I think maybe Tori's... He's yeah, right, and Tori's just going to be like, okay, sure. I mean, even... The, I mean, the heir's parents didn't shock me this book because, like, you just don't co- completely, like, switch gears after everything you've known. Um, I know we also were a little disappointed in Melinda. Well, because one of my first notes, too, is Melinda Altair is a fucking queen. And then at the end, I was like... She did nothing. Well, it was only after the Seth Caleb, like, her reaction to that upset me. Because I was like, she's been the most understanding and, like, yeah. welcoming and... I thought that she was going to be the first of the counselors to break because I feel like I agree. from the beginning she was kind of like, you guys, like, they can be... I mean, the counselors were the counselors when there was the king and queen. Correct. They just took over because there wasn't a king and queen anymore. So, like, why couldn't they stay the counselors to the twins? Yeah. And the fact that, like, they were so mad when they were all, like, power sharing and sitting together to go after the nymphs. That's another point where I'm like, where do they come in? Because well, Tori right. went to go see them. Like, you learn a little bit about that. I thought for sure they'd show up at some point, but they didn't. No, um, but I think, like, so when, when Darcy is, like, binding Lavinia, so, like, binding her to only be able to use the shadows that she or, like that she already has in her and not be able to, like, whatever, it breaks the hold on the nymphs. Yes. So some of the nymphs are, like, finally, thank God, and, like, they're able to fight back against the evil yes. nymphs. I assume, like, that... So Darcy going to the nymphs, 
I mean, Tori going to the nymph village, I think is going to be important in the next book because that's, they're going to join the army. Makes sense. But Tori going to the oracles. That was the weirdest scene. Edit, edit that out. There was no point for that. I was so confused. The only, the only point I think was to give readers like some Darius content. But there was, uh, there was literally no, like, I was like, what, what am I reading? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a was memory so... orgy with women watching. A, mem- a memory, yeah. I was very confused. I was also very confused. Um, still confused. Still, still, still very don't understand confused. that. If anyone has any theories about that, please let right. us know. Uh, yeah, I don't under, I, I'm not sure where, um, that came from. I also, like, I love Xavier and I, I, don't want to, I don't, it's not like a theory, but I feel like he was a bigger part of Heartless Sky. Like we got like a lot of Xavier content in Heartless Sky and we did not get a lot of Xavier content here, which is fine because I don't think that his storyline would have progressed the plot at all. Um, I thought him getting his wings back was like way too easy. I was expecting a bit more. I thought that there would be, yeah, I thought it would have been harder to connect them yeah. or they're like, or that I mean, not he would have had to like, no, no, I just no. was like not. Or he would have had to that. rehab or something. Um, the whole like, I mean, again, his mom and brother were murdered basically by his father. So like, yeah. I understand like he was going through trauma. Um, I didn't really like need chapters about the fact that he can't come. Yeah. There was. I would have preferred no Xavier, but I think so. I don't. Again, this is literally all hearsay. This is just like my thoughts. But the bonus heirs. And Xavier, I feel like they were putting like an emphasis on them, and I'm not. I feel like we can maybe expect a spinoff. Yeah, there eventually. was some weird emphasis on some stuff that I was like, like, I was why, like why are we focusing right, like on the this? whole like Hadley and like Athena yeah. stuff? Like, I so I feel like there might be a spinoff down the road. Or I'm maybe, not mad about it. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think it'll be as intense because there's not going to be like another war. Correct. That they have to fight, but maybe it's just like them at Zodiac Academy them. and like, yeah. Um, I will say, I mean, I love any slutty, smutty Lance and Darcy moment. I like, I would, I ate up the Caleb and Seth things. I did not give a flying fuck about any of the smut in this book. I just wanted plot. Yeah. I think, I honestly don't, like, Heartless Guy, I felt like there was almost too much smut. Mm-hmm. This I feel like this was, I feel this was good. Like, I, I was, I was, Going in, I was like, I'm going to be really upset if there's too much smut because I yes. just want plot. So I think, like, the amount to me was, like, I think a it was good a balance. Amount. One chapter to me I think was not needed. It was the Venus whatever. Oh, yeah, the Max Venus chapter. No. I was like, we don't need this. No, I did not need the Max and Jerry having um, public sex. Public sex. I mean, good for them. Love that journey for them. But, like, yeah, yeah I did not need it. But I think it was done well. But I was just like, it's funny because I love, I normally am like, I <coughs> 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 joke. Goes to Jerry. Like, fuck yes. Like, oh my god, this smut, here we go. Like, but this, like, this book, I didn't like, I enjoyed it, but I didn't eat it up like I normally do. So I was just so, like, okay, back to figuring out how we're going to break out Lance and Darcy. Because I think that, like, 50% of the book, I'm like, they're not out yet. Like, like, holy fuck, they're not out yet. And 50% of the book was only 12 days after Heartless Sky. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, it's been like a month and a half, two months. Yeah. But the first, yeah, like, it was only, like, I wrote that. I was like, I have to keep reminding myself that so far it's only been like 10 days, 11 days. Like, finally, we get to like the 12th day when they're like, and I'm like, wow. And yeah, you're right. But like, but even like, I think even like 75% of the way through, they weren't even out yet. So it's just like a really long time, people were still. 
dead and locked away with a curse on yeah, them. Yeah, like, like Darcy and Lance don't get out until, like, what was it, like, 80%? 80%? Yeah. yeah. I was like, holy fucking shitballs. I do like how, like, they um, broke it up where it was, like, heavy Darcy and Lance in the beginning, and then we didn't hear from them for, like, yeah, 300 pages. I agree. Because I was like, I like if that. they had to bounce back, like, we got, like, chunks of the story, because they were all yes. in different places, so I feel like it would have been, like, a lot. Um... This is just like a random note that I took and it has nothing to do with anything. And it was just, I want Knox and Lance to kiss on the lips. I like love their friendship. <laughs> I love their friendship so much. And there's like nothing cuter to me than like two just like very hetero- heterosexual men who love each other and are like, like, kind of like Lance and Darius. Well, like they love each other. Like they'll just like sit on the couch and cuddle. You I know. know what I mean? Like, it's and cute. it's like so cute. Um, let me see. I, I thought that it was a sweet moment towards the end when they both looked at each other and they were kind of like, if we die now, I'm with my best friend. I thought that was like a yeah. really nice moment together. I was saying, I really like, I They're love so them cute. so much. Um, when they like, uh, when they break out and they're in like, that like random like little shack house or whatever and Gabriel finds the stick. I know. And he's like, I'm bring this to my wife. <laughs> Even, like, when, like, Leon's, like, we're building the best nest, because he's, like, because, like, Gabriel, like, that's, like, his thing, because he's a heartbeat, yeah. and, like, they're, like, we don't understand, he's, like, no, no, he's just gonna focus, he's gonna focus so much on, like, uh, trying to figure out what we're doing about the nest, that he's not gonna have any visions of anything else. Like, I loved Leon this book. Okay, so I said it, too, like, um, I'm not, Katie's alarmed, I'm not, as far as the Ruthless Boys go, Dante was, like, my least favorite. I liked him in these books. Not that I didn't like him with yeah. this voice, but I was like, okay, like, it was yeah, like Leon like and Ryder, yeah, and, and, and then Gabriel, and then Dante. Like, sorry to Dante, he just, you know, had to be last because everybody else was so much better. But I loved Dante in this book. I obviously loved Leon. Like, Leon yes. is what Seth wishes he could be. Yes. Leon is the best version of a Seth, but Seth is just not there yet. No, like, Seth is still too immature. Like, where yes. Leon is, like... The funny parts, like the kind of crazy and like eccentric, but he's yeah. also like emotionally more mature. Where he's like, like almost like he shares too much of how he's feeling. Yes. Um, and I thought that I wasn't go. I thought that, like the, I thought that the, um, ruthless boy POVs were gonna just be like pointless. I love them. I thought they're really good too, and I, I know in the first battle, like they got like mad at Dante for getting his children out, but at the same time too, like. His children. Yes, quote unquote children. But I do think, I don't know. I think I liked the fact that he literally took a look at the situation and was like, I can't just like let these women and these children children die. die. Like, like, I think that, so I I loved that part because I was like, you know what? Like, it's showing how all these people who were so loyal to Lionel are now like, like they were like loyal to him and they were like, well, it's not affecting me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. He's only going after the rats right now and, like, the Sphinx. So, like, I don't care because it's not affecting me. And then the minute that it does, they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, like, they're changing their tune. Yes. And that's, I feel like, how, I mean, I think that that is kind of how it is, especially in, like, cases of, I mean, what Lionel's doing is genocide, right? Like, yes. Oh, well, it's not affecting me, so, like, let, let me just turn it out. out. Yeah. But, but no, then, it's not yeah. this situation. So, I, I kind of, like, liked that because I feel like that was, like, a good one. Even with Bard, he treats Bard like absolute garbage. And yeah. now at the end, we're like, oh, yeah. I'm... What the fuck are his experiments? What is he doing down there? What is he building? Yeah, I don't know. Like, who is he? I need, like, a backstory now. Like, the long game, even, like, the prophecy, I don't know if I just said this before, I know we were talking about it before we, like, went on this, but, like, 
He literally is letting, like, there's two prophecies in this book. Yep. He gives the second to Lionel. Lionel thinks it's all about him. Yep. And, like, he's like, I'm not going to correct your mistakes, dude. But, like, that's not how this is. No, and, and we know that Vard betrayed Hal Vega because yes. Hal treated him poorly. And Lionel treats Vard like absolute, absolute garbage. Shit. So I'm not surprised that Vard is... No, but, like, but then whose side are you on? I feel like he's going to be on the girl's side to help defeat Lionel. But, like, they're not going to, like, let him get away unscathed because of all the torture he inflicted on Tori. Correct. So I think that, like, he'll, he'll help. Yes. I don't even think he'll join their side. I think, like, he'll just be behind the scenes, like, doing fucking with Lionel, doing his own thing. I just, thing. like, need to know what these experiments are. I'm scared to find out. That's what I'm saying. We need to know what the experiments are. We still need to finish the Zodiac Guild. I don't know how many stones Lance needs to finish at. They need okay. to induct people into the Zodiac Guild. Yep. Because, like, right now I think it's just Lance. Yep. Um, so I assume that the Zodiac Guild will probably be, like, early in the next My month. assumption, but yeah, that would be the same, too. Um, but now we have four fucking villains to defeat. I was saying this before to Katie, and, like, this is so unhinged, and it's not really a theory. It's just, like, what I think would be cute is... <laughs> Okay, so in the beginning, Tharix is just, like, crawling around on the floor. Like, he can't speak, whatever. He's, like, literally just, like, a shadow-killing machine. Yeah. And then, by the end, he, like, can talk. Yes. And he's, like, kind of, like, becoming more human. Yes. And I was, like, what if he grows, like, a conscience, right? And he joins, like, Darius and Xavier because those are his brothers. And he joins the good side and he helps them defeat. Maybe. But isn't he controlled by um, Lavinia? Yeah, but if we kill her, she needs to die. Everyone needs to die. Honestly, Lavinia should have died at the end. Because I just feel like I thought for too, sure she was going to. I just feel like there's too many people to defeat now for this to be done in Agreed. one more book. Like I feel like they're gonna be like, yeah, we we know we said eight and then we know we said nine, but now it's ten. I have a feeling though at this rate, like Lavinia because I always thought that Lionel's gonna die in this book. Because yeah. Lavinia was the stronger of the two. But now that she's weakened, quote unquote. Yeah. Um and Lionel I have has a, the twelve bonded men. Yes. Like I have a feeling that we're going to see Lavinia die first. Yep. And Lionel will be the last man standing that they yeah. defeat. But, like, how are we going to defeat... We'll, we'll get to that still. We'll get to the end. Sorry. Because um, I want to talk about Francesca. Oh, let's talk about Fran. So, I mean, obviously, like, I don't think anybody was ever a fan of her just because she was, like... I was indifferent. I think it was, like, a very indifferent person. Right. I didn't I didn't care. Like, either yeah. way for her. And I, my note was, I feel like her and I are the same because we both have unrequited love for Lance or Ian. Like, when I was, like, reading it, like, I was, like, I felt so bad for her. Same. But, like, I don't, like, I didn't find it, like, pathetic or, like, whatever. No, I was, like, pathetic. and I think, like, her, I honestly think her and Darcy could have been friends. Yeah. Like, they, I, whatever. Um, but, like, her death, like, Lionel, like, burning her, like, basically, yeah. like, burning her head. Um, but her getting all those memories from him, like, it was so good. I like that she went into it, too, like, knowing that there was going to be multiple outcomes. Like, she might have had to sleep with Lionel. She could have easily died. Yeah. Like, she went in there knowing. I think the only thing that kind of, like, they knew, I, I would assume that, the ever, that everyone knew that Darcy and Lance were both taken, not just Lance. Yeah. So I think the only thing that really bothered me was, like, you know that he has a mate. And again, like, I understand that you were in love with him and he clearly never noticed. But, like, you went in there with the sole purpose of just, like, saving Lance. Yeah. Like, were, were you going to leave Darcy? Like, I would hope not. I, I don't think she would have. Because I think she was, like, accepting, like, okay, like, this is this his is, mate. Like, yeah. And, like, she does walk through that a little bit. But, like, I just feel I so was, bad when she did die. Like, and Lance is like, 
we are like we have to say or you have to go to Gabriel you have to go to Gabriel yeah. and he's like please just go to Gabriel and I, like I'm reading it and I'm like just go to Gabriel <laughs> like what are you doing and then she's like no come on and he's I like know. you're not listening and then all of a sudden Lionel's like you bitch, bitch I'm gonna fucking kill you um yeah so that but I think she learned her closure so I guess like if she knew I like, think that like people do need to die in war and they're not gonna kill any of the main characters so like no. it made sense like it was like I mean like I wasn't sad that she died, but it was, I think like, it was like emotional. Emo- like Lance like emo- was yeah. upset about it, so it was like an emotional. And like he felt bad too because he's like, "Wow, I never like even know and like noticed how much she was in love with me." Yeah. Like she clearly went there like with the like she wasn't leaving to get Gabriel because she needed closure for herself. Right. Which like I think we can all understand. Yeah. Like sometimes you need closure. Yes. Um, Poor girl. My next note was I need some of Mildred's self confidence. Because oh my god, she, she thinks she's a fucking bee's knees. Thinks that she is the hottest thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, girl, where like You and your chin hairs. And she I think I highlighted a point because like she was brushing her mustache. Yes. Oh, and when Bard shows her like that she didn't actually marry. Yeah. I was dying. I was, uh, like, I was like, she definitely like, yeah, like you now go be embarrassed, bitch. Yeah. Um, let's see. I feel like we talked about everything that I had to know. Oh, the shadow pet. I need him. Yeah, baby now. I want that's him. Win. Win. That's Wayne. That's not Wayne. No, that's Lance Jr. <laughs> uh, that's my note. I was like, oh, I love Shadow Pet. Like, uh, that's, I want one. Literally, he, the minute they were nice, I was like, oh, I need this. As soon as she broke the collar off and he got, and like his eyes like turned like, Ew. and I was like, okay, nice boy. And then he rescues Gabriel Lance. And he can like shrink. Yeah. It's like the um the Broken and, Bonds series. Broken Bonds, yeah. I was like, oh, I need you. Oh, I need that. That's little baby. And I, you just like know like Darcy's gonna come home and like Lance and him are gonna be cuddling. Oh, together. one million! It's like every dad it's doesn't want a cat. I was saying it's like Gil with with Winston, right? He was like, I don't want, I don't want him. You're not getting a cat. The cat's stupid. And then all of a sudden they're like, he's obsessed. He's literally walking the dog and the dog, the cat on yeah, a leash, and asking him to bring him to boys' nights. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are those are all my notes. Many a quote. Um, I'm honestly, I'm not gonna like, read quotes. No, but I can. I, I like, will uh, say, uh, I think, which is more culturally significant, their Renaissance or Hello Wife? Hello Wife. It was a great moment. Hello Wife, you purred. I was like, love that's right. Yeah. The corner of his simple mouth hooking up. Oh, when he starts, what do they say when they all bow to Tori? Oh. When they all do it, though, I I had to walk on my walk pad because I was getting so anxious. I pledge my li- my life to your service. Yeah. Um, I had goosebumps. I was so like emotional. Yeah. You knew it was coming, but like j- just the fact that the, all the airs just dropped down and did it, I was like, I feel fuck like they yes. always like they always kind of took Darius's lead. Yeah. And one, I mean, he said he was gonna kneel in the end of the last book to his dad. He's yeah. like, that's my queen. But like, how could he die? How can he have her go beyond the veil and bring him back and then still be like, actually, I'm I'm gonna rule instead of you? Like, I also really hope in the next book we get a little bit more of like reaction from the heirs about him being back. Because I think obviously in that moment when they see him, it was a hot commodity at like Zodiac Academy. They're yeah. just trying to like get through whatever. But like, I want to see them all like get cutie and like yeah, like Seth like literally be jumping around like a puppy and like squeezing him and like licking his face or something. Yeah. Like, I want like a cute. Moment. I know we need and like even like Lance and him like I need. Oh, and you, I need and that. And you know that they're still even though Gabriel and Darius don't have a good relationship, you know that they're gonna have a cute moment. Yes. And I'm just I'm living for that. I also do hope in maybe the 800 page epilogue that they're probably gonna give us like 
I love that Gabriel kind of makes a point that, like, I'm going to kick Darius' ass for not asking me to marry my sister, but, like, Lance, you have to ask me. Yeah. And, like, Darcy kind of, like, start, like you could see, like, the wheels turning in her brain. Like, I hope we get to see, like, Lance ask Gabriel, and, like, I want to see their kid. Like, I want to know how many babies they have and what name they I are. I just feel like, like they're going to have, like, ten babies. Because uh, I might need to steal one of them for my own, you for the other. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, speaking of the, because I know we already talked about it, but I had it highlighted. Um... Like, you and me, we're different. We have different wants, different needs. I'm always going to love you, and you'll always be my twin, but I'm not sure we can depend on each other like we used to. At least I shouldn't depend on you the way that I did. We need to stand strong on our own, especially if we're going to rule one day. We have to be independent. We have to bring our own strengths to the throne. I, uh, we're strongest. To, and then Darcy goes, we're strongest together. And she goes, I don't know if that's true anymore. And then um, Darcy's like, when I look at you, I, I'll always see the girl who took on the whole world for me. Even when we were skinny little orphans with nothing and no one to love us, we loved each other. And that kind of love is greater than anything else. It'll never die no matter who we become, no matter who else we love to now. At our core, we're still us. Like, yeah. And, like, I mean, I do think Tori's right in the, you know, we need to be able to stand on our own if we want to be able to rule, like, one day. And, like, we have to be independent and bring our own strength. I literally brought up, as you are reading yeah. that, the self-sacrificing bullshit. Because I was like, yeah, I was literally about to read the next. I was like, she's reading it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I know we talked about it, but it's like, it. They both have points, but, like, Tori's more like, oh, I don't need you. Like, you chose somebody else over me. Where Darcy's like, we can be different and love people and still be one. Yes. And I, again, like, kind of like what Tori was saying, too. Like, it piggybacks off at you a little bit. Like, what is with this self-sacrificing bullshit you men keep throwing at us? Like. Yeah. Like, it's true. Like, we're fucking princesses born to the most powerful bloodline in the whole of Solaria. The first phoenix is born in thousands of years. And we claimed all four motherfucking elements just to put the icing in the cake. We are damsels in distress. We didn't ask you to do any of this shit. I'm so fucking sick of having to clean up the mess your knight in shining armor routines keep causing. And, like, I will say this is probably the most valid point she's ever made. Yes. Like, I mean, of course, like, just, like, okay, I mean, I know we're not, like, Solarian princesses with I mean, these major powers. You don't know. True. But, like... Just because, like, we're females and, like, we're, like, and, like, they're, they have significant others doesn't mean, like, the men always have to come save the day. Like, the fe- we're fucking strong-ass motherfucking bitches. Yes. Don't fuck with the females. Like, don't we will win. With, don't fuck with us, all right? Literally, don't fuck with us. Um, another, I don't know if it was foreshadowing because Lance ends up giving the sword to Gabriel. Oh. Uh, but yeah. when they're, like, when they're, like, breaking out, Darcy grabs the sword and it's her mother's. Mm-hmm. And then Lance grabs one and it's Hail Vega's. And I'm, like, that is foreshadowing, like, they are the king and queen. I know. When I saw that too, I was like, mm, no. yeah. And he's like, he goes, yeah. He's like, damn. Like, I guess I have Hail Vega's sword or whatever. Um, another part, obviously, that I loved, and it's very, um, it's just like Lance. It's another like Lance and Darcy moment when she's like pissed off at him after um, he tries to like knock her out. Yeah. Um, and like you know, give her to Tori to take because again, like he's self sacrificing. Yeah. And she's like. She basically is like, oh, God, wait, what chapter was it? Because it's so good. It's after chapter 33. I just have to find the quotes. Um, do I have it? I definitely do. I don't want to, like, harp on it. Um, but she basically is like, whatever, like, voodoo shit you did, like, she gets so mad at him and she's like, I'm not fragile, whatever. And then she says, like, something like, oh, like, um, cause he's like, oh, like, it's like, yes, sir. Like when he's getting all like professor on her and she's like, give me one of your like, uh, uh, motivating quotes of the day. And he's like, he's like, you couldn't even fucking like light a match yeah. or something about like, cause <laughs> her phoenix. And I was just dying. Cause like, that's the Lance that like, I love, like he, 
I love him being grumpy, but like I loved him so much more in this book where he was just like he's being tortured, but he's just like fucking chill. Yeah, he's having a good time. He's like, I'm here with my girl, like I I think that's like the whole point of it is like he has Darcy finally. Like he's not somewhere alone being tortured. Yeah. Um I will say one Leon moment that I loved because this is so me in a nutshell. <laughs> I could hardly eat breakfast this morning. I was so worried about Gabe. I only had three dry bagels mm-hmm. with butter and jelly on top of two Pop-Tarts. Not even the good kind of Pop-Tarts. They were unbranded, Dante. And I didn't even have any cereal. You know how much I love cereal. Like, yeah. I'm like, that is like so me. I'm like, oh my God, I barely ate today. But I had like, da 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 like, yeah, And then you all, I'm like, I had an apple. Yeah. Like, I'm like, eight, seven, like 800 cups of coffee. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not eating. Um, when they are, okay, so like when they are, uh, when they get that, like, three-hour reprieve and they get into the vault, Darcy and Lance, and she's, like, the untouchable egg. And he's, like, You're, he's like don't touch the untouchable yeah, egg. Yeah. And, like, she grabs it and, like, whatever. And then she goes, well, you don't want to get a boner right here in front of the untouchable egg, do you? I was just, like, I love that chapter so much. I know. It was so good. The part of them being, like, in the music box was weird. The music box was very weird. I didn't understand the point of that either. I mean, I get it was to get the... Um, the, the opal yeah. for the Zodiac Guild. But I feel like they could have just done something, another different. way for them to get it. I didn't really get you that. You know what we didn't talk about? Darcy seeing the memory from her parents. Oh, in the beginning. In the beginning. Oh, God. That, that, that was my, my one, my one note was Hail Vega, like, sad emoji. Because, like, we always get Marissa. We always We get always Marissa. get Marissa. And it's, like, her guiding the girls. Hail, like, even in, like, the, like, Gabriel, when they're, like, escaping at the end, he has, like, a memory of Hale, like, teaching him how to swim. And he's like, you got it, Gabe, or, like, something like that. Yeah. And I'm like... <sighs> I love how in the, the scene, like, he's almost nervous to come speak. Yeah. And I'm like, what a little fucking... I almost called him a Cheeto. That's not what I'm looking for. A cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I love Hale. Oh. Like, and then even, like, like he's just like, I don't... Even, like, he asked Marissa, like, do we have to go now? Like, can we just have a few more minutes? And, like, like this is, like, his, like, one opportunity to, like, see... Because, like, Marissa has had the visions of, like, their future and yeah. stuff. It's, like, him, like, getting this, Actually like, one moment, them. like, with yeah. his, like, one daughter. Exactly. And then, like, but, and then with Darius at the end being, like, oh, like, your parents were there. Yeah. And, like, I they help... I want to hear more about that. I know. Like, like, did you meet them? Like, do they love you? Do they you? love you? Yeah. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, what's happening? Um... I don't know. It's so good. Oh, here. Now now we just need your phoenix to wake the fuck up. And she's uh, get out of here, you little shit. Like, that's what she says to him. And then she's like, why don't you try one of your motivational quotes um, of the day on it? You're a useless bird that couldn't let him match, let alone start a forest fire. I'm just like, oh, I miss Professor Lance. Um, I did find, because, like, I thought for sure, like, that, back to, like, the Marissa and Hale, mm-hmm. like, I thought the falling star at, after Seven, in Seven was kind of, like, Darius somehow, maybe not Darius, like, falling back to Earth somehow, but, like, something thought, to do with him. I thought that when Darcy goes down there, and she's talking to the star, that that was going to be, like, a new Imperial star. Same. And that she was going to, like, w- like, wish everything, like, well, almost. Yeah. Like, I, one of my notes was, I feel like, when, when Tori finds the Imperial star, I was like, what is stopping her? Especially when they get to Rump and uh, Rump and Geraldine builds them the whole castle. What would have stopped Tori at that point to be like, I'm queen of Rump Island yeah. and wield the star? Because like a, a monarch is the only person who can yes. wield it. So I mean, it would have, knowing that we know that the star was a curse and like, again, they know it's a curse. They know all this stuff. And Tori still at the end is like, we should just use it one time. And Darcy's like, no. No, <laughs> like, no you dumb bitch. That's yeah. the whole point. She's like, we cannot use it. Yeah. 
But I thought it was interesting some after you kind of figure out like the, the star was like a memory or whatever. Um, there's a quote I've highlighted here. It's like your mother was a star descended from the sky. And I was like, moment. Yeah. Moment. Moment. Oh, here. When Darcy like looks at Lance, she goes, you. And he goes, me? And she's like, you knocked me out with some vampire ninja move when Tori was here. You were going to let let me take her. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's like, you're such a hypocrite. Like, you would you would never leave me if it was the other way around. And he's like, yeah, no. Like, no yeah. shit. Guilty. Like, yeah. I just, oh my God, I had a thought. I just completely left me. Motherfucker. Um, oh, I do love that, like, a lot of moments we do have with Tori. She always talks about how, like, she feels like the ruby pendant, like, like get warm. And, like, that there's, like, a moment where, like, the sun's setting on her. Like, you almost like an angel behind mm-hmm. her. And, like, she could have sworn she heard his voice or, like, felt his presence. And, and then like, Xavier, too. Xavier's yeah. guy felt him. And then he's yeah. like, oh, it was just Max. And I, one of my notes was, like, that lizard bitch is still around. Like, he's yeah, obviously, he's, like, he's there. And then, I think it's, like, in his chapter, he's like, I've been with them the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the time. Yeah. Like, I've seen everything. I've been... Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. yes. Like, Darius is, like, a number three character. Like, I'm a... Well, no. I guess a number four character for me. Because I'm a Lance, Darcy, Caleb, Darius. Like, those are my top four. Um, but, like, I loved... And I mean, I guess because I missed him so much... I, like, loved his, like, I, chapter. I, I was so... Yeah. Ha- I was like, oh, my friend's back. Yes. Like, it was... Again, like, we are not Darius gals, but, like, I want those necklaces well, that Tori is wearing. I was like, like I'm not, like... Uh, like, like... I don't know if you guys know this. Big Lance or Ryan fan. Are like, you? I Actually, I, I had would, no idea. I would kiss Lance and Caleb on the mouth. <laughs> Darius, I would just, like, want to be his friend. I will say I don't Caleb, think he'd... I don't think he'd want to be my friend... But I would want to be Darius as well. I will say Caleb impressed I don't want to me kiss him. a lot more in this book. I don't want to kiss Caleb. No, I, I want to kiss Caleb. I don't um, want to kiss Darius. I think I kissed Darius over Caleb. Okay. So I think my mine's like the Tory, I mean not Tory, the Darcy lands up top and then underneath that would probably be like a Darius. Yeah. He's like a number three for me. Yes, and yeah. then Caleb. Yeah, Cal's number three for me. I just like love Cal. I love the friendship him and Tori had and he was just like, I will support Spo- you whatever yeah. you need. I like that um, he was there for her, like because this is when Seth of course is getting mad, but like he's being a friend. Like he's noticing that she's suffering, and, like, that she's going through something. And I know that Seth was also like going like going through, like, the loss of a friend, and, like, not only, like, with Darius being dead, but, like, yeah, um, with, like, his best, like, Darcy, like, being gone, like, even, like, I mean, it's funny, but, like, even, like, Lance, like, these are people he, like, considered, like, best friends, loves, confides in, and he loses everybody who he feels like he can be himself around, because, like, I mean, Darcy and, like, Lance, like, he's basically, like, their puppy, right, like, they, like, they're the only ones who really know about his feelings for Cal, and and he referenced that a lot of times throughout the book, like, I wish I had my Darcy here to, like, To speak to her. Um, and, like, but I, I was getting, I was just, like, was just getting so annoyed because he's he's friends with Tori, like, and he's in love with Cal, and, like, it's almost insulting that he would think that Cal would cross that line with Tori or that Tori would cross that line with Cal while, yeah. like, Darius had just died. But even, like, Cal, like, I felt that Cal was trying to give him openings, like, he was kind of being like a little dirty at times. Yeah, like, no, Cal was the one who was he was the one who was initiating. Yeah, it. So like, it's like why are then like talk to me like you guys are supposed to be best friends. You say you want to stay friends, but even like when Max finally kind of gets to him, yeah. like, hey man, like what's going? Like you really can't confide in any of these guys that you claim are your brothers. Like right, that should be like even like Rosalie bringing it up. I'm like he's gonna crack with Rosalie. Yeah, like maybe and he's that's like, no. yeah. I like that she helps and gives um Tori the uh, what she give her the um, Wolfsbane. Yeah. 
I mean, I really, I like Rosalie, um, like from Ruthless Boys, and I liked, yeah. I like all of her appearances, appearing appearances in Zodiac Academy, and I really want to start like uh, the Darkmore series, but I think that they aren't gonna write the next book until they finish Zodiac. Yes, they bet th- these sisters so, better their sole focus better be on ZA Nine. Well, no, but I think that they just like can't write the next. I feel like because there's going to be Zodiac spoilers, yeah, and that's why I think that they haven't written it. I mean, this is all in my head. I this not. I don't think they've ever said this. Um, and I know that the third book ends on a crazy cliffhanger. So I'm like, I'm waiting until these Zodiac Academy's over to start that series. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start it in December. And I'm like, well, now I have to wait because we have another book. But praying, praying this book comes out in like April or May. Yeah. Oh, is this our Titanic moment? With oh, I loved that. We've had a Titanic moment in Brooklyn. We did. <laughs> I try to have a Titanic moment with all the special people in my life. So just me. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Erica will allow that. Stealer of life. Um, I feel like I'm just like trying to be like. I think this was like everything. over. I, I I really liked this book. I thought this was like I liked that it was plot heavy. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm I don't know how these sisters are gonna wrap up all these villains. Um, yeah. A lot so of these, like, that's yeah. Let's talk. Okay. Let's briefly just go into like what we think. What we think the end will look like or how we think they'll be able to wrap it. Because, again, they like they have to at least defeat three, if not four. Yes. And, like, I'm not I, I'm not considering Vard a villain. Like, he's a villain, no, but, like, but he's, they I can easily gonna, kill yeah. him. Like, I'm not worried about him. I mean, like, whatever he's whatever things he's making, I think, are going to help the I think they're people. supposed to help, yeah. I don't think they're, they're going to have to, like, fight Vard. I think he's just going to end up fucking himself in the end. Um... We have to be able to kill Lionel, and now he has 12 guardians. Yep. Lavinia. Lavinia, who is less powerful now because Darcy put the binding on her, so at least there's that. Like, yes. Um, and I think, like, Lavinia, like, she, like, the thing is that Lionel, in, in this conquest for power, he's made so many enemies. So people who are following him now, it's mostly, I mean, like, yeah, there's the crazy people like Mil, uh, Mildred. Um... Oh, who's the other one that like helped out? I was gonna say we have to Milton touch. And, um, yeah, yeah, that was. I actually Mildred was, and Marguerite. I was very nervous for the Milton chapters. I know you were too, and like I found them to be interesting and like beneficial. Uh yeah. I I mean like again, I was like I thought that Milton because again like we hadn't heard from him, so I just assumed he was with the rebels. Yeah. I didn't realize he was still at the academy, so I liked those to be like, well, what's going on at the academy? And then how they were like, oh, we have, like, the secret, like, or, yeah, like, secret ass society or whatever it was, and how Marguerite is, like, helping them. I think, like, one part of the, sorry, I'm talking close to the mic. I think one part of the prophecy, um, I think it is, like, making allies with people, like, yeah. I'm saying this wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like you're not going to have, you're going to find allies, like, the least expected places. Like, you're going to find it in Var and Marguerite. Like, yeah. Marguerite, th- yeah, Marguerite helping them, and because like she was like, like and they're so close to Lionel. Well, so, that's like, what. Yeah. Well, so the Marguerite thing, like, I mean, it shocked me obviously because she hated the girls. Yeah. But her order is a Sphinx. Yes. And like Sphinx are like a low order, and like those are like I think they're um like one of the orders that Lionel's like trying to get rid of. So there's that, and then when Lionel kills Darius, like. Like, that was her, like, that was, I think, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. Because when she sees Milton, she's like, I was, like, I, I, I loved him. Yeah. And he killed him. Yes. I'm also, so it's Clin, Clindia, Clindius? I've always just been calling him Clyde. Okay, cool. We can go with that. Because <laughs> we can't say names. Uh, like, 
there shall be no peace, only blight and death. We fear that Clyde will seek to become the ultimate power of your world. And while he reigns below, we cannot reign above. All shall be lost. All shall fall. Like, that's a very big prophecy or, like, moment. And, like, technically, like, Dar I mean, Tori was like, like, because you did this to me, I will make sure that, like, all of you fall. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they take all the stars down. Maybe. And then, like, it doesn't matter. She does constantly say she's, like, sick of them, like, yeah. kind of running the show, essentially. Um, but I think this is the prophecy that they, they get, not Lionel. When all hope hinges on a promise forged of lies, beware the threaded minds of blood and chaos. Unlikely friends and broken bonds may shift the tide. So I do think, like, the nymphs and, like, those mm -hmm. closest to Lionel help. Cleave open the walls of the lost in the depths of the unholy night. Unleash the souls tethered in the tainted dark. Unite the rising twelve and toll the bells of fate. I don't fucking know. But, like, we have a lot to fucking do. I have to think on, like... I need to think on this, too. Yeah. I, I didn't even, like, go back to the prophecy notes No, I was just gonna say, like, I, I... There's so much that I need to go back and, like, think on again and, like, reread. Because um, so much happened. I just need to, like, look at all my highlights. Um, but, yeah, so we need to... Do, like, I just don't know, like, what were... Like, do they defeat Clyde first? I feel like they're gonna have to, and then go back and defeat. Lavinia I think they're Lionel. gonna have to deal with, with the Clyde thing or first. Like, is like, are like, is like Lionel gonna kill like Lavinia now that he like had? You know what I mean? Like, is he gonna do away with like one of them? I mean, Lionel killing Lavinia would honestly help. Yeah, I would love it if like Lance or Darcy got to kill her, but I don't really care who kills her. Same. I'm. I I think to me it matters because at one point I almost thought that Lavinia was gonna kill. Lionel because like he kept playing with like her, her playthings mm -hmm. so I was like that's gonna be so anticlimactic because like I want someone of yeah. like the core I care more him. about who's who gonna kill Lionel same. I don't care how anybody else is gonna die like I can see the girls like bringing down Clyde but like again I feel like that he has to be like early he's gotta be early if they and finish maybe they this... even bring him down like maybe there's a way to like spin him to be on their side and like help, help. take somebody else down right but they gotta deal with him first I they think. have to deal with him first and yeah, like that, that phallus, like what are we doing with him? Right, like, is he hot? Does he look like Darius from Shadowborn? Yeah, okay. But I, that's the thing too, like, I feel like they didn't describe him well, because like, is he more human? The first one yeah. like had like was just a shadow. Yes. I think that he's like a human who can take the form of a shadow. Okay. And he's also a dragon. So wait, let's go over... And he also has all four elements, because she, like, ate the heads of those... Yes, which is fucking disgusting, as she was feeding her vagina that. The power of the fallen has awoken, greed and glory blazing as one. I think that's about Clyde. Mm -hmm. And this is given to Lionel. All fates hang in the balance as the flames rise from the hollow. The flames rising from the hollow are the two girls that are the flames, which I notice a lot. Every time, like, they're like, oh, the flames, the flames, and, like, that's the girls. Yes. Um, but the dragon still may prosper if the paths of the enemy are thwarted. They didn't say which dragon. Right, I was gonna say there's more than one dragon. There's he many a dragon. But he doesn't know that Darius is back yet. No, he has no fucking clue. That was actually my first thought was like, what's what's up with Darius and what's gonna what is he gonna do? Yeah. Um, beware the one whose name is Knox. I uh, yeah, I was like, okay. Okay, and seek the treasures of the ancient ring. Use a stolen ally. Use a stolen ally with the might of your maker. Not all starlight. Ally with the might of your maker is the star. Yeah. So like they can ally with Clyde. That's what I'm saying. There's so we much. Keep being, like, we keep being like, oh, they have to defeat all these people. But like they might only have to really defeat Lionel and Lavinia still. I ha now that like I'm like reading these. Because. I yeah. I again, think I have to go back to... and like read it again. But when the, when the girls are like sucked into that like star vision and they're talking to the stars. 
Didn't they say that, like, Clyde, like, loved the Fae? Yes. And he was obsessed with them? Yes. So, like, I'm like, does he really want to destroy them? Because it doesn't make sense. No. If he loves them. I think, because even when he comes and back, they're the like, ones he's, like, about broke to the promise. Yes. Like, they're the ones who are, like, here, like, we're giving you your form yeah. back. I think he's going to want some sort of, like, Pout, it sounds yeah. like he can either team up with Lionel or maybe the girls can get to him. Yeah. But That's if he loves the Fae, then I feel like he would want to team with the girls yeah, who are like, why would you protecting Lionel, them. who's like out to kill everybody? I don't know. That's a, like that's the thing. Like, there's so much can happen because I had predictions about this book, and like, like I said, like the over, like I knew Darius was coming back, of course. I knew Lance wasn't gonna get raped, of course. Like, but leading up to like, I I didn't predict like anything that was gonna happen. No, and like I think the one thing we kind of agreed on too was like there was no way because it was brought up when um, Darius was speaking to her parents about like becoming mortal. We both kind of had a feeling that that was never going to happen. Because no. I think... Darcy... She's going to have... Like, it just wouldn't work for the storyline. They... It's ha- it's going to be a happily ever after. Yes. So, Darcy being mortal in the mortal world without her sister and without Lance... Was not Even though Lance would have definitely found a way yeah. to just become mortal with her. Wouldn't have been a happily ever after. So, like, that was never going to happen. Like, I was, like, not worried about anybody dying because I was, like... That wouldn't be happy. Yeah. Like, at least the core four. I mean, I don't think that they'll kill Max, Jerry, Seth, or Caleb. Anybody else is kind of, like, on the table. Correct. Um, yeah, I don't think they're killing any of, like, the main characters. I was going to say, like... I think they're going to walk away just like Caleb says, yes. bloody and not unscathed, but I don't think there's going to be death to them. No. So I do... Okay, so if you haven't read Ruthless Boys, we'll, we will end our Zodiac Academy discussion here. Okay. Because I have two things that I want to bring okay. up about Ruthless Boys. Um, highly recommend reading them oh, at this yes. point. I don't think that what I'm about to say are spoilers for the series, but if you just don't want to know anything, then we love you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, and I'm best. sure you'll, we'll be talking about this in future Spilling the Tea episodes to come anyway. Um, okay. So now I have two things to say about the Ruthless Boys. And oh, it's just for the people to hang out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Are you gone? You're gone. Okay. okay great. Um, okay. So I figure out which book it happens in, but don't they like... The four boys and Elise, don't they all put a tracking spell on each other so they can know where each other are at all times? Yes, I think it's on like three, I think it's, maybe it's four. But, so then why couldn't they find Gabe? True. I was like, I was like, use your tracking spell. That's why, like, at the end I was like, they're going to find him immediately because they have the tracking spell on him. That's a good point, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so that was one. Two, in the epilogue, their daughter is dating a Corbin, like the son, Tyler Corbin's son. Right? You don't remember that in the epilogue of the book? He's dating... So she's dating... I think it's the daughter is dating Tyler Corbin's son. And, like, Gabe is like, fuck this kid, whatever. Um, But normally... So they say all the time that whoever is, like, the strongest fae, that's the last name you take. So, like, Darius Vega. Does that mean that, like, uh, Tyler and... Sophia and Xavier, like, don't all end up together. Like, that obviously means that Tyler stays alive. But does that mean that, like, it's him and Sophia, they have a son, and, like, does it, so does that mean Xavier, I mean, I don't think Xavier's gonna die. But, like, or is it just that they're a throuple, and that one son happens to be, like, Tyler's, like, genetic son, so they give him the Corbin last name, and then Xavier maybe gives her, like, a different... Oh, I don't know, that's a good point. 
Because normally, if they all get mm-hmm. married, they would all be Acrexes because Xavier yeah. is the dom and he's the most powerful yes. one. Yeah, so why is Tyler Corbin still so Tyler why, Corbin? Right, and again, maybe I'm remembering the epilogue wrong because I read it a year ago, but I'm pretty sure I remember being like, oh, a Corbin. That's so funny that like Gabe's kid <laughs> is like dating a Corbin. Interesting. So those are my two thoughts, and um, if you guys are listening, and also you... like interesting that Gabriel's not like kid isn't more powerful than Tyler Corbin. He might be. Maybe they're just dating. Because like they're even not, like, though like, you say like beware of the name Knox, like it doesn't need to be Gabriel. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah, but we, they don't. Again, ruthless boys. Um, and I assume that if you're still listening, that you you don't this. mind spoilers or you read it. Um, do we know like? Like, Leon, Dante, they also go by their own last names. Yes. Is it because, like, they're all equally, like, matched? Or is it just because there's so many of them, they're just like, we'll all just keep our own last name? Like, at least, like, nobody 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 takes takes anyone's name. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, what, like, do the kids, like, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. But that's it. Interesting. Those are just my, those are my two, just, comments. Two thoughts. It was a good book. It was a really good book. I am glad we did read Ruthless Boys, though, before this. Not that, like, again, it would make or break it, but I liked having the insight knowledge of who yes. these characters were. Yes. Agreed. Helped with the reread, too. Yeah, because I read Ruthless Boys after Heartless Sky, so I knew, I mean, I knew, like, Leon and Dante, but I was like, who the fuck is Carson? Yeah. And then, like, I'm reading Ruthless Boys, and I'm like, oh. Uh, Even, like, Eugene Dipper, like, they mentioned, like, Eugene and Dante, and I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is Eugene? Eugene? Yeah. And then you read Ruthless Boys, and you're like, yeah. yeah, I love how he comes back and yeah. like helps them. Yeah, it's such a cute. I know moment. it's so cute. Little and Eugene like Dippa. even like oh Gabe's wife, Gabe's wife, Gabe's family. Yeah, like, I did not pick up on it at all. Oh, same. I thought he just meant like his. Heartless family. guy is like literally like they say like Gabe's wife, and then like Caleb's cousin. And I'm like reading Ruthless Boys, and I'm like, what? At one point it clicks. I'm like, yo, Elise is Caleb's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I can't. How is I'm like, why won't they just give this woman a name? They don't. They don't name like. Caleb's dad. They're just like, oh, his dad. Yeah. But like, we know like Melinda, but we do not know his dad's name. Yeah. We don't know Seth's dad's name. Nope. But we do know Max's stepmom. Yes, because she's. We evil. gotta kill her too. We gotta kill. We gotta fucking kill her. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are our thoughts. Um, if you guys have thoughts, DM us because we love. We it. love when we get these DMs. Yes. I like run to my phone when I see we have a message, yeah. and I'm like, what is it about? I know. And it won't be about this. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> And it's like, oh, hey. And we're just like, no, no. It's not about Zodiac Academy 8. We don't want to talk to you. Literally. Just kidding. No, of course we want to talk to you. But yeah, like, love when people message us about, like, their ZA thoughts. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, I don't know when this is going to drop. So I don't want to say what's coming up next. Yeah. But, um, check the Instagram if you want to see our full schedule. It'll definitely be, when you hear this, not that it matters that I'm saying this, but it'll definitely be, like, sometime after the book drops. So people have, like, a chance to read it. Yes. So, technically, the book dropped today while we're yes. recording. We were lucky enough to have an ARC. Yeah. Um, we are just lucky enough to be on the ARC team for the sisters. Seriously. Don't know how or why we got that privilege, but, but we did. Um, yeah, not going to question it. We love it. Um, feel very, very privileged to be able to be on the yes. team. Um, so, yeah, we're recording this on the 11th. We will probably... I feel like maybe we'll drop it Friday. I'm feeling that, too. Uh, it gives people, like, enough time to read it. Because um, you might not be like us where we got it. I mean, we were all able to sit down, thank goodness, and read it in two days. Yeah. Fortunate. But, like, 
it came out on a Sunday, maybe you can get to a stay, maybe you can't, and then, like, there's a work week involved. Right. People have lives. You have a birthday tomorrow. I do have so, a birthday. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what people are up against, so, like, we'll give you guys a few days. Yeah, and again, if you can't listen to it right away and you, like, wait a few it'll weeks to listen to it, it'll be available for whenever you're ready, so. Sure. Thanks, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.